You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. The I feel like I'm like the accidental high school bully. That was <laughs> I feel so bad about that. Like, and I know I'm I have sick, never seen like, you completely melt down on stage, just, and that was like... No, because it usually doesn't happen. Even something like that I can recover from, but I could tell that I was sick by the fact that I was just like, um, um, I don't know what to do now because I've just done something absolutely horrible and I can't take it back. There's no cutting that out of the pod, uh, out of the show. No, there's no cutting out a live show, Greg. Oh, uh, Andy, I'm so sorry. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Of course, if you go to funemploymentradio.com, don't forget to shop in our store. Why not? Because Sarah, I feel like last night set you back a little bit with your sickness. <laughs> oh, it did. It was not what. No, the the proper thing I should have done was gone home and gone to sleep and not done a thing. But we had a comedy showcase to be at. We sure did. And so I did my best to try to. The way I powered through it was um, to pretend I wasn't sick. Mm-hmm. So everything that seemed like where my head was like throbbing and I couldn't see straight, I'm like, nope, a beer will take care of that. Sure. You just pretend like you're not sick because mm-hmm. you're not sick tonight. Not sick at all. Not sick at all, except for I was. So. Back to what I was saying, though. Uh, shop at funemploymentradio.com slash store. Go there. You can pick up some things. All right. So as you all can right, see, let's, Greg let's might explain. not be firing on all full, uh, you know, all Dude, cylinders. I'm fucking sick. What He's am I going to try- do? No. Yeah. I'm not no, I making know. fun of you. I'm I saying, you're like, you're, I know you're trying, but it's a struggle, especially if you use your voice and, you know, <laughs> you're, you're supposed to talk for a living. Right. And you're supposed to talk good. Yeah. And you're supposed to not flub things. Use good words. not Especially if you're... You know, standing, uh, standing in front, in front of an front audience of, and an audience of people announcing amazing comedians, and then, and then you kind of, you kind of go ahead and mess up somebody's name. All right, so here's what happened. So of course, last night at the comedy showcase, we had, and we're going to talk about the whole lead up to it too, because there was some hilarious stuff that happened on the way. Um, what happened on stage last night? I was introducing the the comedians who were going to be part of it. You know, there's of course Curtis Cook and Jason Traeger and Randy Mendez. And normally, I can just kind of go off the cuff with that kind of stuff, and it'll work fine. And this was supposed to be such a minor thing. What are you like the guy that's going to give the speech? Like, no, 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 I don't need any notes. I've got this. Well, I don't usually. I mean, except for when you do. Well, yeah, that's I, I, <laughs> I feel bad enough as it is. Are you trying to like dig in more? Because it's like, not that big of a deal, but you're like beating yourself up over this. Well, so here, here's the thing. So last night I was going to, uh, when we were announcing Andy Main, I was just going to u- use like a little inside joke where before she came on the last time on the show, Sarah was going to say, uh, oh, we should, we should call her Main Stage Main or something like that. It was just a, <laughs> just a, just a dumb joke. But I, I decided, oh yeah, we'll incorporate that in. And uh, so I was like, Andy, Main... And the next thing that came out of my mouth was not what I intended it to be. So, in my sick mind, I rushed what I was saying, and I combined stage with main in the back end of that, and it came out as Andy Mainstain. As well, I announced her on stage. Seriously. And in front of everybody, like, Greg, it's all the other names, right? And then he goes, Andy Mainstain. <laughs> It was the best thing, I the best so worst bad. thing ever. I felt I think so bad. The thing that like punctuated that was the fact that Greg 
froze. I froze. I froze. I never. We have done what, uh, like over thirteen hundred podcasts. That's why I'm together. saying, like, I can do an off the cuff speech Nobody's on stage. Nobody's saying that's you not- can't. Nobody's saying you can't. But I'm saying, like, that's why it was a little shocking, and I think you shocked yourself. I did. I think you were surprised, like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> yeah, and I realized it, and I realized it, but because I was also sick, it was like it was like the, a slower recovery time where I'm like, oh, 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 no, did I say that? I did that? Maybe nobody heard that. No, everybody heard that. Everybody heard what I just said. And then it was just too late. It was just too late from there. It tanked everything for me, for, me, for what I was talking about on stage. So Andy made, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize like multiple times. Stain. Like, and she made stains. <laughs> I can't believe you did. I know. I felt so oh bad. Oh my god! And then like all the other comedians are sitting on the side of the stage. I and just hear just this like, like eruption of laughter from the side. I know because Curtis was just he was. La- I looked over and everyone's like, "Oh, what did he just do?" <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, Greg was so mortified, so mortified, like he would not stop focusing on. It. He's like, "I don't think I'm gonna write her an apology." Like he's like saying they're composed this like long apology text to well Andy. i was i was going to yeah. i was gonna say something yeah uh yeah it was uh <laughs> i i felt i felt pretty bad i felt pretty bad about it <laughs> but then she ended up changing her twitter handle to it for the night so i figured it was okay so it made you feel a little and better. she ripped on me plenty on stage which was well deserved mm-hmm. well well deserved so and that's the mark of a good comedian when it they is can take something that happened she was just, like, an hour before and yeah. incorporated into their comedy <laughs> she was fantastic and all the comedians were amazing last night it was so much fun everybody in the audience it was great um yeah it was it was just a really great night we do need to talk about uh just I'm getting sorry, there i'm just getting over I the main stain thing okay <laughs> Also, since Greg's sick mind, uh, the show actually abruptly, uh, it didn't abruptly end, but it ended a, a couple minutes earlier because there was a miscommunication with the flashing light because basically yeah. like, comedians know when the lights flash, like they have like two minutes left and blah, blah, blah. So did that. Um, so the last comedian that was on, Jason Traeger, didn't realize the light flash meant that two minutes. He thought it meant wrap up. So Greg had just left the room and then sure enough, Jason stopped like he, he finished his set and then right, wrapped stopping. it up. And then Greg is nowhere to be seen. And Kenny and I are just standing there. I'm like. Fuck, I have to go on stage by myself? Where the fuck is Greg? <laughs> like, first the main stain, and then I have to go up there. And, you know, I'm terrified. Like, it's the scariest thing ever, so no Greg. And Kenny's just standing there. Like, I'm like, Kenny, you have to come up with me. So I drag Kenny up on stage. I don't even know what I said. I'm I sorry. I missed it. it was the only time I left the room during the entire night. And I just, I finally, I left the room uh, for just a minute. Because I, I was like, okay, well, I've got like 10, 15 minutes probably before this thing's over. At least 10 minutes. And nope. And then it wrapped up early. You totally mainstained me at the end. <laughs> I, I, I messed up that too. So I feel great about my performance over the night. But overall, everybody else was fantastic. So the, the show was great. And everybody there in attendance was great. And oh, it was uh, so fun to hang out with you guys and chat with you. It was it was awesome. Thank you for coming out and supporting us. And the Secret Society looked amazing. They really last did. Night yes, too. Secret Society is a fantastic venue. Mm-hmm. So go there for for anything really. Just go there for cocktails, hang out, get a Moscow Mule. Yeah, Moscow mm-hmm. Mules are the best. Good. But yeah, once again, thank you, thank you to everyone. It was great. I apologize for my. Mistakes during the night. I don't night, understand why you're apologizing. I, the only person, look, Andy already said it was okay. The only person well, and I'm you sorry at the end to too. Is yourself. And I'm, I'm sorry about it at the end too. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, I think because you have more grandiose in front of an audience, I was just like, thank you for coming out. We really appreciate it, and thanks to the comedians. And then Kenny named the comedians, and then like, and thanks to Secret Society. 
And bye. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Not much that's, more needs Yeah, it was to be really compelling. That. I really had people riveted in their seats <laughs> as they were sitting there watching me scramble as everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Where's Greg? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the on the way there was also a oh, complete adventure. Oh, that was an adventure. So Sarah and I live basically on the same bus line. So we you take this one bus to another bus, blah, blah, blah. But I, I get on it before she does. Yeah, we live a couple then, miles away from each other, but we can ride the same bus. Yes, yeah, so we just coordinate. So when, when we're going to, like we're going to Secret Society, we took the bus there. And let me just say, there's something very special about the city of Portland buses. And maybe this is <laughs> the same in other cities, but city of Portland buses around 5 p.m., you get... Every single kind of person on earth or, or in the city who rides the buses sure. all riding at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like there's different uh, areas of time where you're like there's the late night riders. That, that's a different kind of thing. There's mm-hmm. the early morning riders, midday riders. But around 5 p.m. it seems like they all like to get on at the same time. Yep. Everybody's it's going. It's like a mixing of all the types. It is. And on the, on the way there. Like I got on the bus first before you. And, uh, and I got on there and there was – there was one guy, as I walked past him, and I ended up sitting just a Wait, couple so of I rows. Wait, so I didn't see this guy? You didn't see this guy. Okay. Uh, but I walked, it was like a couple of rows past him, and I sit down, and I noticed him while I'm walking on, and he was completely slumped over in one of the seats, like head just against the wall, just slumped over. And I'm like, oh, as I'm walking past, I'm like, uh, I'm going to assume he's sleeping. Yeah, um, hopefully he's not dead. Is that a cadaver, or is that a, yeah. So I, I didn't know, and I, I sat I sat a couple rows back, and of course, I was kind of interested in the man who was slumped over in his seat. Clearly. Taking up the two seats. And I looked down, and he didn't have any shoes on. He had socks on, but I couldn't see any shoes Hmm. from where I was sitting. All right. And he's sitting there. I missed this magic. You missed this guy. Okay. Yeah. And so he's leaning over, he's slumped over, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he starts twitching around, and he's twitching. He's like, like making these. Noises like you when you get all twitchy when you've like fallen asleep with your computer in your lap, like Aah! kind of along those lines. Yeah, yeah, and he's just making these noises and and I think he was having like night terrors or something. I think that's what was going on. I'm not entirely sure, but I wasn't sure whether like at that or point he was like detoxing. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that could be too. And and I'm watching this guy and he's he's squirming around. He's making these noises. He doesn't look like he's hurting himself. But what do you do in that situation? Should I have woken him up? Is that no. what you're supposed to do? No, you don't woke up someone who's having night terrors on the bus. <laughs> you that don't? sounds like the worst idea ever. What if I like just like poked him with something or like threw something at him? Is this going it? back to your like going to Vancouver and poking homeless people with sticks? I didn't poke the homeless guy with a stick. I just wanted to make sure he was alive. And then I saw so he was breathing. Say, Excuse so me, sir, are you still alive? You instead decided to default to Well, oh. he was in a very deep sleep. And a very I didn't deep wanna, slumber. I didn't want to bother the guy. Mm-hmm. So but this one, see, this is it. I'm trying to I'm trying to make up for that. So should I have should I have woken the, the night terror man up? No, you should not have. You never wake up a sleeping night terror having crazy person with no shoes on the bus. Okay. You, that is that is not something that you should involve yourself with. Okay. All right. Well, luckily I didn't. Okay, good. I didn't do it because eventually his uh his squirming around, he woke himself up. So he kind of sat up and uh, uh which does is kind of how I wake up too. Like, was he really you, Greg? Is that why he wasn't on the bus maybe, anymore? Maybe Did it you wasn't. Put your me. shoes on, right. and sit up in your seat. Yes, that was probably <laughs> that was just the first. It was half not of me. Journey. I was not on the bus with my shoes. I will never take my shoes off on the bus. An airplane, that's different. With clean socks, that's fine. Oh my god, let's not even okay. separate the airplane thing. But I'm this. saying, well, I'm saying on a bus, I'm never going to be the guy taking my shoes off. So you know, it's um, another like it's a mode of travel. 
Yeah, but it's different. No, I, people are paying to actually travel in the same, you know, yeah, but it's shaped vehicle with well, you. Well, there's not as many people going in and out. There's a, there's a different set of class standards that come with an airplane versus a bus. Okay. Yeah. See, you a bus, you wear your that. shoes. An airplane, that's a little different. You can. I would think it would be opposite. Then, if you think that if the airplane's more classy, wouldn't you keep your shoes on? Mm. You're paying more. You get to you get to relax more. Okay. Yeah. See, that's how that's how it all works. It all makes sense in my head. So. The guy, the guy did. He he woke himself up, sat up, and uh, he ended up having uh, slip-ons, like little like flip-flops. Okay. Flip-flops. There we go. That's the right word for him. He had flip-flops, and did that's what he was walking around. they go between his toes? Um, no. Were they slippers? What would, well, what would you call that? Flip-flops. Gels? What's a gel? I, uh, an insert? Like a, like a shoe insert? No. Were they like slide-ins? Yeah. Those were like slippers. Or mules. Mules? I think those I, I don't are for know. Lady slip-ons, Again, though. we've talked about this before. Shoes to me, I look at shoes like Dexter looks at people. Like I have no emotion for them. I have no understanding of them. I know that I'm supposed to care, but I just don't really. So, yeah, well, it, they didn't go between the toes. So, what do you what do you call that? Is I that a sandal? Like, I, did they look like they should be worn out of the house? No. All right. They so look like they should be worn next to a pool. All right. So they're like slippers. No, but a slipper is a full shoe thing, right? No, you can have slippers that only have the front half. Okay, but the toes were exposed. This is a very confusing shoe. I don't know how it's that confusing. Okay. It's like a it's like a slip on. All right, well, I want to. It doesn't go between the toes. Let's keep on traveling down the bus because I I get up on, uh, on I get on in the next stop and there's something else that happens. Well, I'm just saying I think that's I think that's what it was. I so, think they're just sandals. All right, they're all right. sandals. Okay, slipper sandals. All slipper right, we'll go sandals. with that one. Sure, okay. that's what we'll call them. Anyway, that's what he had on. So he did uh, end up waking himself up and, and getting off of the bus at that point. Uh, but then that's when you got on. I think he got off one stop before you did. Okay. Before you got on the bus. Sure. And then we had a whole another another Which was the section. most awkward thing. Because I got on uh, where I picked up the bus. It was me waiting, which, by the way, this... Uh, Hawthorne is getting a little insane. Like I was getting like super accosted when I was waiting for the bus. I'm what do like, you mean? Oh, this homeless dude kept coming up to me and asking me for money, and I'm like, "Sorry, I have two fifty. Um, that's what I have for the bus." And he's like, "Well, you have your debit card on you, don't you?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, you can go. You can go inside and buy me some food." Oh no! But huh? that I was like, "Wow," because you know me, I would totally buy someone food if they needed it. Sure. And if they're not being fucking rude. Yeah, but, but guy, this, that's when it there. stops for me. Yeah. yeah, I was standing there at the bus stop by myself. I was like, well, you have your card, right? You can, you can just go in there and get me some food. I'm like, okay, no, I'm waiting for the... And the bus was coming right then anyway. No. I'm like, if I had some more time and maybe he was like... N- polite about it instead right. of being like that's you know you, you have, got your card yeah you have money you may you know you buy me something i'm like i can barely buy me something right so, yeah <laughs> that's why i'm scrounging my quarters together for my yeah. bus fare. <laughs> exactly so anyway so i'm waiting for the bus uh, with this with this couple and their younger daughter you can clearly tell they're not from the from the area uh-huh. like i think they were just on hawthorne for the day you know like looking at things going on right. adventures probably coming in from beaverton or something yeah so uh, they get on the bus i see greg i come i, I go and sit next to you and then this, the the couple, it's an older gentleman and his wife, and then uh, he's not that much older because he had the, the daughter was younger. But yeah, they they, all they, sat, he wasn't that old. I mean, I'd say 50s. Yeah, like yeah. probably early 50s. Early, yeah. Uh, and so when they came on, you could tell that they weren't used to sitting on the bus because as they sat down, they didn't sit together. One of them sat on one side of, of like the walkway, one of them sat on the other, and one of them sat uh, like perpendicular. Yeah, see, that's a mistake. That's how you get separated. You don't separate. No. On the bus, you keep you stay in your pack. You do yeah. not separate. Like they basically staggered themselves that's on a, the bus, and that's a good rule for bus riding. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't stagger. Don't separate unless you're planning to to like encircle somebody and attack. No, you want to you want to stick together. Mm-hmm. You want to stick together. That's Gotta the best way to together. do it. Got to stick together. And yeah. you know what they learned? Don't it thin the, the herd. They learned it the hard way. 
because it's yeah. Greg and I were watching. So, um, you know, we're on the bus and this couple, you know, they're all sitting there talking like they have their bus tickets trying to figure out where to go. And we're just cruising on down uh, Hawthorne Boulevard. And then we hit the next bus stop. And that's yeah. where that's where the new gentleman adventure. friend. Uh, that's where the new adventure began. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he gets on the bus. Yeah. It's this guy. And so he uh, he, he was he was one of those characters. He looked like, you know what I, I just put together? He looked like Bubbles. He did kind of look like bubbles from like South a Park, beakier or bu- bubbles from uh, uh, Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys, a little beakier, a beakier, taller bubbles. Minus the glasses. No, he had the glasses. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, he had glasses on. Yeah, but they they weren't like the big giant. They didn't have glasses. the big circle ones. Yeah, they were like the aviator style, like smudged glasses. So yeah, that's a, that's a fair assessment of what this guy looked like. I just want to give people a visual so that they can mm-hmm. picture it. Mm-hmm. So a guy that looks like bubbles. Sure, a guy that looks like bubbles. And so this guy came on and sat next to the father who was sitting across the aisle from his daughter. And this guy sits down, and it was one of those things where I didn't pay that much attention at first until I started hearing what he was saying. And it's one of those things where you hear it kind of out out of the corner, you know, just kind of uh, you hear it and you instantly perk up because you're like, that. did he just say that? And the guy goes, he looks over at this guy's daughter sitting across from him. He's like, is that your daughter? She's beautiful. And I'm like... And I heard that. I was like, wait a minute. That that seems a little bit. It was a little that odd. That seems odd. So he and I like, looked over at the, at, and I just did a double check too. It was like, okay, there's a dad and there's clearly a, you know, I can't tell the age of I can't either. children. Middle you school-ish. You know who could tell. Middle school-ish. Yeah. Is Bubbles. He yeah. could totally tell. So he's sitting there asking, he's like, she's beautiful, talking to the guy. Uh, Telling this guy about his daughter. About his daughter. And he, then he starts to, and then so he's talking to the dad. He's like, hey, so uh, so can I guess how old she is? Yeah. It was the creepy. And so Greg and I are sitting there both like, oh my God. So we're sitting here facing, watching the crazy. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, uh, he's like, okay. And she's like, he's, she looks about mm, 13. And he's like, yeah, she's. She guessed her age. He guessed her age. He knew her age. I couldn't tell if she was like 9 or 22. I have no idea. He guessed her specific age. Yeah. 13 years old, apparently, this girl was. Oh, my God. She's beautiful. And... And then he goes on to start asking these other questions where it just kept getting creepier. You would think it would stop at some point. And I could tell the the dad was paying close attention. He was. To what was going on. But the guy's questions from there, it's like it just got worse. He's like, do you like ice cream? Do you like, like, he asked her if she liked ice cream. And then what her favorite kind of ice cream was. I know Uh Greg and I were sitting there listening. He's like, I like chocolate chip. You know, there's a place on Hawthorne that has every flavor of ice cream you could ever think of. You should go get some ice cream downtown. We're going downtown. You can get ice cream down there. And then he goes on. He's like, do you like horses? Oh, yeah. Horses are fun to ride, except when they buck you off. And he said buck you off, but it took me a second to like... Like, to process that, I'm saying? like, what was that? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he said, buck you off, but I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I think the, the dad would have gotten a little bit more upset. And that's the, I'm that surprised point, that the dad let it go on. Like, I was thinking if my mom or my dad, like if I was younger and, and some dude was trying to talk to me, they'd be like, hey, I'm not saying anything about this guy's parenting style, but I mean, the guy was clearly weird. I think the dad was just trying to be nice. Well, the, the but dad- it's super awkward. Because I was staring up there- uh, it, because I was watching the entire thing, and I happened to make eye contact with the dad at one point because he was looking around, and he just kind of gave me like a little smirk and a nod. So, 
Like he he understood what yeah. was going on there. She's getting the real Portland experience. Yeah, yeah. She's, maybe he was just teaching her never to ride the bus again. <laughs> that was it. Like, that's why you want to sneak out going to the, the city. Bus. This is why you don't do that. <laughs> Imagine if I wasn't here. Maybe, maybe they hired him. Maybe he was he to was, leave a note. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was like the hired guy to be like creepy <laughs> bus guy number seven. <laughs> like, and that's why you don't ride the bus on your own. Maybe that's what it was. It could have been. Maybe we were watching a con. It could be. Yeah, and then he's. Yeah, I remember I wrote down one of the other things he wrote. He's like, yeah, do you like the Beatles? Do you like the Beatles? I, oh, I love the Beatles. And just bringing up all this stuff to him, it was just so awkward. And he kept talking to the dad as if, um, like, he was asking questions to the daughter through the dad. Like, he would ask the dad, like, is it all right if I ask your daughter if she likes the Beatles? And the dad would be like, okay. And so he'd be like, uh, excuse me, young lady, do you like the Beatles? And she'd be like, uh, I don't know, I guess so. And her face is like all red. I felt yeah. so bad for her. Yeah, it was uh, it was something where if it had just been a normal crazy person, I think it was the interaction of with a child. That's just what really, really set it apart. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that went on. We we got off the bus before that uh, before that route continued. I was Greg was hoping for somewhere. the snapping. I wanted to see what was going to happen. Yeah. I wanted to see either the dad snap. It was getting more and more uncomfortable. I just wanted to get off the bus. I'm like, please, please let us get off. Of, yeah. Get out of here before the dad finally I, snaps. I kind of wanted to see it till the end. I kind of wanted to see what was going to mm-hmm. happen. I feel like I like I left the movie like before the ending, before the finale. You know, if we had had extra time, maybe I, I would have stayed on the bus just to see what happens, just to see where somebody gets off. And that's why you're weird. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody getting off on the bus. Well, you know, everybody's got to get off sometime. I'll so, stop <laughs> so there we go. So there was that, and that, that uh, and then, then we ended up making it to. Hey, you successfully uh, rode the bus without getting stuck on it with your wallet chain. Yeah, I did. I did. I was kind of looking forward to that. I was hoping maybe we get stuck between the seats again. That's because I brought it up. I do want to say this though. I have I really really appreciate the support I've been getting in regards to the wallet chain. Because I am not the only one out there that wears a wallet chain. Particularly a huge wallet chain enthusiast, Dimitri. Yeah, but Dimitri. Okay, let me let me explain this. So there were I, I noticed two wallet chains last night. Mr. Jenky was in the live chat here at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Mr. Jenky has was proudly displaying his wallet chain, which as we've said before is making a comeback, but we've had it the entire time. So we need to be given proper credit for the fact that we are the uh the torchbearers of the wallet chain community. And then It is just, not just because how many times do I have to say this? Just because nineties fashion is back it does not mean that your wallet chain is back i'm saying it is it, it's coming back Fine, and should i start I, wearing my corduroy vans backpack everywhere i don't care you know, i wouldn't know the difference anyway you could tell me that's what's that's what's hip i yeah i don't know i don't know half the things that, that you wear yeah you could probably get away with that i wouldn't know the difference well of course you wouldn't know the difference yeah exactly but i do know this wallet chains are sure coming back and so, so Mr. Jenky was there with his wallet chain, and then uh, I also saw that uh, Dimitri was there, and he had a wallet chain. And I thought that was like, okay, great, we've got our group here, we've got a solid core of wallet chain people here in this in this place. This is awesome, you know. This is this is something that's good. Except Dimitri, Dimitri left us hanging. This is this is where the problem was. Like before, I screwed up Andy Mainstain on the stage. I I did give a shout out to the wallet chain people in the crowd, and I was looking for a couple of cheers. You know, I was like, "Hey, I noticed people here with wallet chains." And Janky was all over it. Dimitri, silent. 
Was he like trying to hide his wallet chain? I don't know. Was it chain shame? I think he didn't want to be outed for having a wallet chain. Hmm. I think that's what it was. I don't think he's comfortable so being he was, outed like, for actively it. actively avoiding eye contact. It, maybe he just didn't want to be associated with you and Janky. Well, I don't know what it was, but I mean, if you have a wallet chain, you should be feel comfortable to be around other people with wallet chains. No, and you be can't force people into your that. wallet chain, gang. Like, Well, I think if you wear a wallet chain, then you should feel comfortable well, with Well, Greg it. is feeling very self-righteous about this. I am, Sarah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of a standard bearer for the wallet chain. That's how I, that's how I envision you know, my future. And so uh, with that, I was, I was a little disappointed in Dimitri not, not putting his hand up and just acknowledging you know, with us. But hey, that's... Mr. Jenkins saying next year. Next year is the year of the chain. Ah, uh, yeah. See, it's building up, though. But this is why we have to make sure that our case is known that we've always been wearing it. You know, you wear something hideous for long enough, and eventually you'll be ahead of the fashion curve. Well, however you want to look point. at it. It's, it makes sense. I'm also thinking that... Um, just, and I'm speaking to the two people I know that were. Why well, are no, you playing Gerald with your? He's chain. playing with his wallet chain no, right now. No, I need to come up with like a like a signal, like with, with like people on motorcycles. You know how they give a little the hand wave, mm-hmm, like, like they the, do the hand down. Yeah, the hand down thing for other motorcycle wearers. There needs to be a little thing for for people wearing wallet chains too. I think either either like a jangle of the, of the chain, or you grab that grab the end of it. I got to think about how that's going to work. But we need to come do up. Do you want to make like a noise with the chain, or do you want to like noise, have a hand motion? Or noise, or you run your run your thumb in it and like hold it out or something like that. Just like a little a little. How, how do you do with your wallet chain? I don't know. There's got to be something involved there. I think I think it's that fun. is the dumbest idea. I think it. I think that's that's important. Maybe you just don't understand wallet chain culture. And I think the calling other things dumb that you don't understand isn't right, Sarah. It's just not right. It's not the right way to to treat things. Okay, Greg. Well, I'm very happy that you're so proud of your wallet chain. I am. Yes. I'm pr- proud of my wallet chain people. Mm-hmm. Even the and ones that don't acknowledge that they're a wallet chain person. <sighs> Dimitri. Dimitri had the double wallet so chain, So disappointing, too. yeah. Did you see that? He had two chains. I know. A lot of, <laughs> lot of potential. Isn't that the name of a rapper? Two chains? It is. It is. Is it three chains or two it's, chains? It's, it's two It's two. Ch- <laughs> it's two chains. Whitest so that, question ever. <laughs> so that could be so Dimitri's name and your and your gang could be two chains. Uh, <laughs> What's Jenkies? Jenkies is old school with a K. Hey. Well, I didn't know we had to have gang names, but all right, fine. You have what, to. Then what's mine? Uh. OG old Greg. No, it has to have. Uh, I don't know. No, because it's already old school and two chains. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to. You'll have to come up with something then. I guess. Okay. I'll, I'll, we'll I'll have to think, think about that. It. I didn't. I wasn't that far. And by the way, when are you deciding this? You're not part of this. You're not part of it. You get to tell me how. Oh, I'm sorry. Flaily. I get to act. You don't. You don't get to tell me how I should feel about that. I don't know. It's something I'm bringing up. Maybe we should move on to something else. Mainstain. Andy was such a good sport about that. Andy was awesome about that. I. Just... Ugh. <gasps> Oh my gosh! All right, Mister. All right, so you're gonna be old school with a K, Greg. Okay. Mister. Jenky just gave himself a nickname, which is totally worth it. Okay. Which his uh, chain shame gang is Mister. Chainky. <laughs> Mister. Chainky. Yes. <laughs> Instead of Mister. Jenky. <laughs> Mister. Chainky. <laughs> that is fantastic. Maybe your secret handshake can be rooting around in you know each other's pockets and touching each other's chains. Well, no, that's not how that works. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, got a couple of 
couple of uh, uh, deaths to start off with, Greg. Oh, well, a bit of a downer. Well, well, I know it's a downer, but I mean, I, I feel like you need to stay informed. Okay. Which I didn't even realize that this person would still be alive. Okay. But, and uh, more so that they actually lived in Oregon. So the creator of the 1970s popular fad, the Pet Rock, has died at the age of 78. Oh. And he lives in Oregon. Well, he lived in Oregon, in Jacksonville, Oregon. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, so his name is uh, Gary Ross Dahl, who made millions... Off of selling pet rocks, which do you remember those when they were sold? I do, yes. Yeah, where they were sold in a cardboard box containing a tongue-in-cheek instruction pamphlet for caring and feeding for your rocks. Um, Genius idea. I mean, he literally sold rocks. He sold pet rocks. Just rocks. Rocks. For $4 a pop, he sold uh, over 1.5 million of them. Uh, So, of course, it required no work and no time commitment to have yourself a pet rock, and he made his millions from that. So he was actually raised in Spokane, Washington. And, uh, yeah, and has since retired in Oregon. Wow. That's, so a, that's one of those ideas. It's like, how how could you have not... You jump to conclusions. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, his, his wife goes on to say that the pet rock craze was a lot of fun when it happened. Over time, however, people would come up with weird ideas and approach him everywhere, expecting him to do for them what he had done for himself. A lot of times it was really stupid ideas. Uh, he avoided interviews for years because a bunch of wackos would appear out of nowhere claiming that they, in fact, invented the pet rock and would always try to sue him. Jeez. Uh, of, the, of the pet rock, uh, as it became a household word, he said, sometimes I look back and wonder if my life wouldn't have been simpler if I hadn't done it. Well, of course it would have been simpler. Yeah, but you also wouldn't have had uh, millions of dollars. So mm-hmm. That's how you make it. I'll take notes. it. I'd be okay with being known as the pet rock guy. You're the chain guy. Chain guy. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, uh, death number two, the oldest living person in the world is no longer the oldest person living in the world. Yes, 117-year-old Misao Okawa. We talked about her a little while ago. I think she was one that was never married. I think she was one that said it was because of uh, no... No men. I think she was the no men one, but she was 117. Okay. Uh, She died this past week. Uh, She had recently started to eat less, uh, so her passing comes less than a month after she celebrated her birthday. uh, That was when she was inducted into the Guinness Book of World's Records. Okay. So she was the oldest person in the world. Well, she is not a little bit of a short-lived reign. So who gets it now? Uh, the next, uh, the the next oldest. Do they person. say who it is? No, they don't say. Do they suspect this person and the other one's death? <laughs> yes, because I, I mean, there's a, a lot of fame and attention that goes with sure being the oldest person in the world. Yeah, but there's a. There's I mean, you make it to battle. A, you make it to 116 years old, and there's some old lady in Japan that's one year older, say she's like eight months older, and she's she gets all the claim. You've done 116 years of work to get to this point. And some lady who was eight months earlier is just taking all the fame and sucking up all that time that you would have. Because you know you don't have much longer to reign as champion. So you want to reign as long as you can. Just saying, maybe... Well, uh, so somebody's stepping up to the podium. They should look into it. I briefly mentioned this yesterday, but uh, and I think last week, but it's getting closer, so it's more important to talk about this now, because it okay. is in the news. Uh, the Blood Moon is coming this weekend. I have heard that the mm-hmm. Blood Moon is coming. Uh, the Blood Moon is coming, uh, and it's an event that some pastors are claiming was predicted by the Bible as a sign of Christ's return. So this, uh, I talked about it a, a week or a couple weeks ago, about one particular nut job who was talking about it. Now more jumping on the Blood Moon, Christ's return the, bandwagon. The Blood Moons happen fairly frequently, do they not? Yeah. Uh, every time... See, that's what I think, too, because every time, like, the super rare thing, but every time, like, you know, there's an eclipse that's super rare, hasn't been seen. There was one seen, two like, years ago. Yeah. 
So the blood moon is a rare celestial event in which um, the skies over North America, Asia, and Australia are transformed into a deep red color. So it's set to be the third of four blood moon events since 2014, which experts believe will be completed by the end of the year. Not too rare. But now pastors are saying that by the fourth blood moon, doth shalt Christ return. Okay. Yeah, so the lunar eclipses um, occur when the moon passes directly behind the Earth into its shadow, but the rare tetrad uh, has only happened, uh, let's see, a handful of times in the last 2,000 years. So uh, pastors are saying the phenomenon shows that a, um, a great worldwide event is set to take place, as predicted in the Bible. Uh-huh. As the King James Bible says, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord comes. Is that your preaching voice? That was really good. Do you think so? I, I yeah. think you need a little bit of work on no, that. No, I think you're kind of jealous because you try so hard to do it, and then it just came so naturally to me. Okay, do it again. Preach, preach. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord shall come. Good till the end. <sighs> I know, I kind of fucked it up. Yeah. All right, and the blood moon falling on Easter weekend is a sign that something dramatic will happen which will change the whole world. He also states that Joel chapter 2 also says the day of the Lord will be as when the sun refuses to shine. Even Jesus himself in the book of Luke states that there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. And to lift up your heads for redemption draws nigh. Sarah reached up towards the skies mm-hmm. as she was doing that, that one there. Uh, Not Crazy Pastor goes on to say there's a sequence of prophetic events that the Bible says will happen. It does not ever give a timeline. It just says when you see these signs and four blood moons are a very significant one. The end of age. Doth cometh. Next up, out of Kentucky. A Kentucky woman who allegedly tried to strangle another woman with a bra was thwarted when the victim fought back with her ceramic chicken collection. Oh. Police in Lexington arrested a woman by the name of Ashley Size, 31 years young, uh, on Monday after she allegedly pushed her way into the home of uh, Patricia Lease, who's 61. Why is a 31 year old trying to strangle a 61 year old with a bra? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, so 61-year-old Lise said it happened about uh, 12.30 Monday morning. Someone came into my house banging, screaming, and hollering. At first, Lise thought it was her granddaughter uh, who was banging on the door trying to be let in. Instead, it was drunken Ashley Size who pushed her way inside of Lise's home, uh, had a bra on her hands, and wrapped a bra around her neck. Wow. So, yeah, Size and Lise struggled for about 15 to 20 minutes before the uh, victim found a way to protect herself. Uh, she was able to get to her ceramic chicken collection. One of them had fallen to the floor, so she picked up one of her ceramic chickens and started bashing the 31-year-old on the head with it. Size was eventually knocked out by the ceramic chicken. It was then Lise locked herself in the bathroom and called police. Officers then took Size to the hospital before booking her on charges of first-degree burglary. Uh, Lise is also planning on pressing charges for the attack. Uh, Size was in court yesterday where she pled not guilty to the burglary charge. But no explanation as to why she was trying to strangle her with a bra. Well, you use what you have. I mean, you guys do have basically a strangulation device right there. And that a stabbing is... device. I mean, with the underwires, he's taking oh, that yeah. thing apart. Yeah, that's a deadly weapon. Huh. Also, you know that woman with her uh, ceramic chicken collection, for anybody who has ever made fun of her for her ceramic chickens, this was complete redemption. Oh, my God. She will never, ever shut up about her ceramic chickens now. Never. You will never get her to stop talking about it. And that's the chicken that I hit the woman with the bra on the head with. You know what? If I didn't have my ceramic chicken collection, oh, who knows goodness. what would have happened? That's old clucky there. It's my yeah. favorite one. I mean, I was be- being strangled until I was able to get clucky and, and mm-hmm. knock her out. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
All right, 2016 is going to be the year of the chain. I'm sorry, but this is just the hand that is dealt to me, so you're just going to have to deal with it because this is happening everywhere, and I feel like 2015 is the year of feces. I really do. I feel like you're searching these stories. I'm out, not. Though. I'm looking at the exact same sites that I do. I look at the basics. I go. No. I mean, because like, I haven't analyzed the statistics on, uh, you know, the ratio of stories about feces in your world of crazy segments over the years. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm not saying it's I've me got focusing my on spreadsheet feces. at home. You know, of, of checking it off to see what the percentage level is. But I feel like it's a high percentage this year. So far, I, and in 2015. I do too. That's why I'm saying 2015 seems like the year of the feces. Because it is, it's not something I'm actively seeking out. I'm not Googling feces. I'm not doing anything. It's just on, like, the websites that I go to check, like the Uh, Farks and what have you. It's just on the websites. It wasn't you. It is. It's nothing to do with you. I mean, how am I supposed to ignore it? And then people also send it to me. Like, this, uh, the last story that I have is sent to to me by by our friend Bob. Uh, Someone else, let's see. Yeah, people have been, people send them to me, too. Mm -hmm. All right, so... So you don't have a problem, that's what you're saying. DC story number one. It comes to us from Wisconsin, specifically Racine, Wisconsin. Not a Walmart, but a Kmart. Ah. Yeah. A woman who was returning items to a Kmart in Wisconsin is accused of leaving something behind. Not just what she was trying to return or her receipt, but a big pile of her own poop. (laughs) Melissa Jacobson, 49 years old, was arrested this past Monday after she allegedly snuck behind a store cash register and defecated into a box of security tags. You know, wow. those things that they take off. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like the, the, like the scanner tags. Things. So you don't steal something, like they have them attached right. to shoes, and you take them off and then throw them in the box. Uh-huh. She pooped in that. <laughs> a security footage shows a woman who authorities were later able to identify as Melissa Jacobson answering nature's call around 10.22 a.m. while the wow. store was open. The footage also showed uh, Jacobson reaching for paper towels beneath the counter when she was done. Then she went back to the customer service desk. Uh, she completed her return and exited oh. the Kmart. I swear I'm not making this up, and I looked this up <laughs> to make sure it was true this next part. Jacobson left Kmart. According to the footage that police were able to retrieve, Jacobson was wearing a shirt with a picture of a dump truck on it. With the phrase, dropping a load. <laughs> Is there a mugshot of this woman? Uh, there are photographs of her. You can find it. Dropping a load. Uh, so that happened around uh, 10.30 in the morning. By about 12.50 p.m., employees started to notice a terrible order around oh, the register. Oh, God. And discovered the box of feces, which is also soaked with <laughs> urine. Uh, at this point, police officers were called to the scene. Oh. Uh, one worker at Kmart told investigators that Jacobson was a regular customer who should know where the public restrooms are located. Uh, she, Another person who saw her said that she didn't appear to be under the influence of drugs or alcohol or in any special need to go to the bathroom. Kmart employees gave officers Jacobson's oh. address used from the forms when she returned the merchandise, so they were able to get her address. When they went to the house, they met a woman who identified herself as Melissa Jacobson, wearing the same pants, tennis shoes, and the dropping a load t-shirt seen on the surveillance footage. Jacobson denied pooping in, Wal- or in Kmart. I'm so like defaulting to Walmart. That's what I'm used yeah. to. Uh, in Kmart, even after she was told about the footage that recorded her doing so. Nope, wasn't me. <laughs> officer said she resisted their attempts to take her into custody. While she was eventually arrested and was charged with three misdemeanor charges of disorderly conduct, resisting an officer and obstructing an officer, 
She's free on $500 bail and is scheduled for an April 30th pre-trial conference. Oh. She's also banned from Kmart. <laughs> well, I would imagine yeah, I would that imagine she kind of earned that. Oh, yeah. There's a picture of her. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she, she, I, I would say I wouldn't assume she's a woman who would take a dump behind a counter at a Kmart. But if you told me she did... I'm not surprised. If you put like three things on the table, like right. right, she was stealing some lipstick from uh, Walgreens. Right. She was, uh, I don't know, like stole some fruit from Fred Meyer, uh-huh. or pooped in a box at Kmart. Yeah. Which, which one? one would you say? I would. I would go with the poop. That's a good game, actually. We should try that sometime okay. next time for World of Crazy. Maybe I can try to guess what the people crime are suggesting. Is. I needed to save these stories for tomorrow since it would be feces Friday. No, that's not going to be a thing on Fun Employment Radio. It's not. It's not going to be a <laughs> We're feces not Friday. Too hacky. All right, so then I'll just do this last one. This is an actual hey, story. Sponsor, sponsor Fun Employment Radio. We have feces Friday. <laughs> oh, God. We'll be the exclusive sponsor of that. And then play some fart noises. Oh, geez, no. <laughs> oh, that's so hacky. All right, and finally, uh, this is something out of Hampton, Illinois, I'm telling you. it's uh, There's something happening. This is the last story. Okay. But this is a true story. Uh, they have actually, this has been such a nuisance that they've had to... Post signs asking people to stop. So signs in Hampton, Illinois, are now posted along public bike paths asking humans, aka joggers, to stop pooping on the trail. Oh, this is what people are doing when they're running. Really, you go beforehand. You don't. Officials I mean, are asking. Happen, but come on. Officials are asking to whomever has been pooping on the public bike paths in Hampton, Illinois, just pooping right on the path. To please stop on the paths. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah, so uh, there are signs that they've posted that say stop pooping on the bike path, <laughs> and it's not toward pets. Apparently, joggers have been actively pooping over the past two years on the bike paths, Who not on the side. Who does that? Multiple people are doing this? Yeah, it's a, it's more, it's not off in the grass, it's not on the side, it's right in the lane. Is that some kind of fetish or something? I don't know, well, they think it's done by more than one human. Wow. And uh, they know it's a human and not an animal, because... You can tell, Even, yeah. and also that there's also used toilet paper. So they're bringing toilet paper along with them. Yeah. So they've now posted signs that's been such a problem in Hampton, Illinois, which sounds like the stinkiest place ever. Yeah, not, not uh, very good for tourism they, They've there. not been able to catch the person. However, they've been able to use, you know, city money to pay for signs to ask people to not... Don't poop in the bike poop path. Poop on the bike path. Damn. Seems like there might be a better use for their money. I don't. Uh, well, or people. Maybe a surveillance camera. Maybe. maybe higher or, I mean, expectations. This is just. Uh, maybe that's just what you got to deal with in Hampton, Illinois. I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe that's just how they roll. Well, there you go. An active pooper. So if you are a jogger in Hampton, Illinois, just just go home and knock do it, it off. Nobody needs to clean up after Come you. Come on. on, you're an adult. You don't you're need an to do adult. that. I know it's fun don't sometimes, be but don't do that now. Don't do it. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Let's do it by people's cars at night. Ew, what? Isn't that what the guy was doing in Houston or something? Oh, I thought you were, like, recommending people to do that. Well, I was telling these these people. Not on the bike path. The people of Hampton, Illinois? Yeah. I really hope we have a listener in Hampton, Illinois. We probably do. I know. Yeah. Sorry well, about what that. It smells like there. Ew. What if our listener is the pooper? I never, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible somebody out there who's a fun employment radio listener is, in fact, a serial uh, pooper. Yeah, I bet. You know, honestly, we have a we have a lot of downloads, um, which I'm I'm very grateful for. But 
probably one of our listeners is a serial pooper. Hmm. The st- statistically, I would say. speaking. Like, what's the percentage of... I don't know. I'm not even going to have that in my Google search engine. I don't want to... But the, statistically speaking, what's the percentage of people who... Yeah. Do that in public? Yeah. That's a horrible thing to ask. Yeah. I don't know. And if and if you're the person, you know what? You're the person listening. We're not judging you. Just stay off the bike path. We're totally judging you. Yeah, maybe a little bit. That's all right, though. Keep on downloading, though. Appreciate it. All right. I just say, you know, you just, just got to think about that. Stop giving people advice on that. <laughs> That's disgusting. Thank you very much again for everybody who came out last night. That yes, was a indeed. lot of fun. You guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. It was such a good time at the Secret Society. Thank you once again to Randy Mendez, to, to Jason Traeger, to Curtis Cook, to Andy Main. I'm sorry. <laughs> That'll never happen again. I can't say that, though, because maybe now it'll be stuck in my head. Like, it will Next be. time we introduce her for something, like I'll accidentally do it. It's going to be like I'll a freak out so much mm-hmm. that, it'll, that it will happen. And he's such so great. Um, and th- thank you to the Secret Society. That was really just a just an awesome time there last night. So we'll have uh, more stuff coming up. Yeah, sorry for a little more of an abbreviated show today, but yeah, Greg's it's, it's Greg's crazy day. Yes, it is. And he's sick, so he needs a few more minutes to be yes. able to mentally prepare <laughs> to try to rebuild myself in the next rebuild, Greg. Rebuild in the next fifteen minutes. Um, Good luck to you. Yeah. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. We appreciate it so much. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash store to pick up some Fun Employment Radio merchandise. Awesome. Get yourself a hat and a shirt. You'll look classy. So classy. Like Matthew Gilligan last night. Exactly. He classy. Matthew Gilligan. Oh, Matthew Gilligan, we love you. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.